Throughout my 20s and 30s, I often stayed in relationships I was deeply divided about staying in. My mouth would make promises that my bones knew I couldn't keep, which made life awful for any woman who ever tried to love me. And today I'm three years into the first relationship I feel internally clear about, which makes all the difference. I've been able to overcome challenges, even potentially catastrophic ones, to preserve beautiful connection with my partner. Whereas I couldn't usually get past even trivial trials with past partners, which is teaching me an essential lesson. A man must learn to be honest with himself every day, whether the life he's now living is the life he really wants. Otherwise, he's just torturing himself and anyone who tries to love him. Welcome to Men This Way, the podcast for every man who seeks to live his deepest purpose in life, who's committed to showing up fully and giving his unique gifts to the world. Because if not you, then who? I'm your host and fellow journeyman, Brian Reeves. Brian with a Y, Reeves. Men This Way. Have you ever felt divided about being in a relationship or divided around the work that you do? Would you choose to succeed at your mission, your career, your purpose in life over succeeding in a relationship? And are you aware of what your inner confusion could be costing you and those around you? On this episode, I dive into one of my recent popular blogs, A Man Divided Causes Stress in His Partner, for useful insights to make a meaningful difference in your life. In this episode, it's my intention that you'll have more clarity about the essential importance of deeply committing to whatever you are actually choosing in your life, whether that's your work in the world or a relationship. And it's my hope to help you understand that you can always change your mind or make different choices tomorrow or in five years. But if you are living today in the awkward in-between, resistant to fully making a choice one way or another, particularly in intimacy, but also in your work, then it's going to create tension, confusion, and ultimately suffering for you and the ones affected by your choosing. And definitely stay tuned for my three key takeaways at the end of this episode of Men This Way. All right, let's dive. Throughout my 20s and 30s, I often stayed in relationships I was deeply divided about staying in. My mouth would make promises that my bones knew I couldn't keep, which made life awful for any woman who ever tried to love me. And today I'm three years into the first relationship I feel internally clear about, which makes all the difference. I've been able to overcome challenges, even potentially catastrophic ones, to preserve beautiful connection with my partner. Whereas I couldn't usually get past even trivial trials with past partners, which is teaching me an essential lesson. A man must learn to be honest with himself every day whether the life he's now living is the life he really wants. Otherwise, he's just torturing himself and anyone who tries to love him. A man deeply divided about his choices can't give the best of himself to whatever he's choosing. 
If he's divided about the work he does, he won't show up fully or enthusiastically. At best, he'll offer disconnected work that won't matter much to anyone, least of all himself, even if he's successful at it. When I was a military soldier, I was deeply divided about my mission, so much that I soon hated my life. And I felt more and more useless, not just to the military, but to my girlfriend at that time, to the world. And though I believe I succeeded as a soldier and my service ended honorably and I'm proud of my service, but on the day that I left, all I could do was grab a backpack and go aimless walkabout into the world because I was dead inside with nothing to offer anyone. So I left everything, including that girlfriend. I was internally divided about her too. And I thought I hid it well during our two years together, but she knew For when a man is internally divided about his partner, for as long as she, or he, chooses to stay with that man, she will endure an awful ache born of his wishy-washy half-loving. She'll rage in response, even if silently, and the relationship will sour. He likely won't even see how his divided desire for her contributes to her distress. In my Love Sex Relationship Magic program, I teach that the feminine objection in love is always, don't abandon me. And in his uncertainty, his partner correctly discerns the threat of his abandonment, which doesn't make her easier to be with. And as her upset grows, he might even blame his own confusion on her being too difficult to please. I sure did. And he wouldn't be entirely wrong for any man who begins to believe that nothing he does will truly please his partner, eventually doubles down on not even trying. And all the while, he remains blind to how his internal confusion makes loving him frightening for her, and ever more so as his uncertainty grows, and she feels it. I did this for five years with a woman, knowing in my gut She wasn't the one that I was supposed to build a life with. And we went round and round this tortured merry-go-round, me knowing she wasn't my life partner, wanting her to be, but knowing deep in my core that, that this just wasn't the woman, or at the very least, it just wasn't the right time. But I was addicted to her presence for all kinds of reasons, which aren't relevant to this blog but I was unable to walk away from her. And she was unable to let me go, despite me giving her all the signs for years that I wasn't fully choosing her. I couldn't fully choose her. Until by the end, we loathed each other. Now, of course, it must be said that doubt and confusion is inevitable for any man. Our clever minds are always making up stories, crafting fantasies about how life would be better, easier, if only, if only a million things. You know, to be human is to endlessly want more and better. And being internally clear about work or woman doesn't mean it will always be easy or feel good. There will surely be times when his challenges are too much to bear and the idea of cutting cord and running for calmer hills will have appeal. But he won't cut and run. At least he won't get far because the depth of his clarity will soon calm the surface waves of his overwhelm. And as he gets his breath back, his deeper clarity will allow him to re-engage his commitments, 
with even more vigor and depth than before he briefly lost his mind to fantasies of an easier life. Because only vigorous commitment can further a man's authentic work in the world. And a man must learn also that only vigorous commitment will ever truly delight his partner. Especially if his partner is a woman. For most every woman throughout her life has experienced being loved and then abandoned, being used and then discarded in countless ways, both fleeting and enduring. And it's only by the repeated demonstration of an intimate partner's unwavering commitment to loving her, come what may, that she can finally allow herself to relax and truly open in her loving towards him. And personally, I didn't experience readiness for this kind of commitment until my early 40s which partly explains why I always seem to make women so mad at me, despite always having the best of intentions. But one night, while on a solo retreat in an Idaho mountain cabin, I finally felt in my bones that I was ready to build a world with a woman. I felt it so clear that I spoke my readiness aloud towards a black sky of stars sprinkled like glitter. And I met that woman the next day. I write about it, actually, in the blog on my website uh, titled something like How I Met Sylvie, the inspiring story of how I met my partner, Sylvie. Definitely worth reading. Now, we've had our trying times, but my deep clarity of commitment to making our relationship thrive has helped carry me, carry us, through all of those challenges and those trying times. And each man needs to find and honor his own timing. Some will be ready in their 20s, some in their 60s. Some will see that internal clarity come and go repeatedly throughout their lives. Some may never be ready. I personally believe it's less about the right partner and more about the right timing for a man. Though perhaps it's both coming together at the same time. I do see for many men that being divided or unclear in his work or deeply unfulfilled even in his purpose can cause deep confusion around relationship too, even if he's with the most exquisite partner. There's countless reasons why it took me till my 40s, and I doubt I know half of them, though I do believe one of them was still not being clear in my work, or at least not being fulfilled in my purpose around my work. Regardless, Failing to acknowledge and honor my internal divisions created an awful mess of love over and over again, causing such unnecessary suffering for both me and every woman who tried to love me. An easy partner who tolerates a man's shallow commitment does not make relationship better. All it does is enable him to remain out of integrity with himself and to love only halfway. This is why a man must be honest with himself about whether he genuinely wants the life he's living today. Otherwise, his lack of vigor for the challenges he faces will only make life poorer for the one who loves him and for himself too. However, when he is deeply undivided in his choosing, well, little can stop that man from consistently creating exquisite experiences for himself and anyone fortunate enough to receive the gift of his undivided presence. And by the way, this all goes for a woman divided too, and it also shows up in same-sex relationships. So now I want to share with you 
what for me are really the three key takeaways and a practice from this blog, from this uh, exploration of a man divided. And number one, it's this. Again, that we men, we must learn to be honest with ourselves every day about the choices we're making because otherwise we are just going to torture ourselves and anyone who tries to love us or work with us. Because when we're deeply divided, we can't give the best of ourselves. And the best of ourselves includes way more than just our physical bodies. You know, the part of us just like, hey, I'm here, I'm showing up, I'm doing this. You know, what more do you want from me? <laughs> well, what more is wanted is our enthusiasm too right? To whatever we're choosing. There's just no way around that. And that's key takeaway number one. We must learn to be honest with ourselves every day about the choices we're making, whether they're in alignment with our deepest heart. Here's key takeaway number two. And when we are internally divided about a partner, or we would choose mission over relationship, that partner is going to feel it. And they're going to resent us for it, whether loudly or silently. They will rage in response and the relationship will sour. I spoke about the feminine objection, which I call or I, I label as don't abandon me. It's the feminine objection in any relationship. And this, you know, men and women both, we both experience that uh, objection. That stems from the core feminine value of connection. So the objection, of course, is don't disconnect from me. Don't abandon me. And in our uncertainty, our partner correctly discerns that there's a threat of abandonment, which just further exacerbates, it triggers that, um, that fear, that objection, don't abandon me. Now, here's what's really kind of like a cosmic setup, cosmic joke, in a sense. It ain't very damn funny, but in intimate relationship, the, the an intimate relationship is the dance of masculine and feminine values or, or um, masculine, masculine and feminine energies. Again, same-sex relationships or heterosexual relationships, masculine and feminine intimacy. That's what we're doing in intimate relationship. And if the feminine objection is don't abandon me, the masculine objection is don't control me. See, the masculine value is freedom. And again, whether in a man or a woman, when we're in our masculine, we are essentially seeking freedom. And this all was awakened in me by my teacher, David Data. It's one of the core foundations of my work, particularly with couples, but also with, with individuals. Because you'll see, generally speaking, men, overwhelmingly, our concern is freedom, don't tell me what to do. Don't control me. And you can see how in intimate relationship, there's an immediate, at least on the surface, what appears to be a clash between that masculine objection, don't control me, and that feminine objection, don't abandon me, right? You can see that freedom and connection on the surface look to clash with each other in intimacy. Now, one of the other models that I work with, what I especially love working with this with couples, is the three stages of love from codependency to interdependency. But in the first stage, we're so busy trying to, we meaning uh, kind of the more masculine oriented of us, we're so busy trying to set the external world and ourselves free, including our partner. We're trying to free our partners. Right? And that's why oftentimes we may share truths 
that are that for us are are we you know we will fall on the sword of truth thinking the truth will set everyone free and yet what we will often see happen is it just deeply hurts our partner it almost backfires in a sense cuz again we have great intentions to set her or him free but yet if we're dancing with feminine energy her concern isn't freedom it's connection so when we feel that internal division and there's that part of us that's like, oh, God, I'm not feeling free to pursue my mission or free to do whatever it is that isn't this relationship. She, and when I say she, I mean that that feminine partner, which could be a man, but she is going to uh, feel that fear, the fear of being abandoned. And in the same way that we're reacting to the fear of being controlled and we'll act up and we'll do all kinds of things that can be pretty terrible to not be controlled uh, or assert our autonomy, she will can act up in all kinds of ways that will uh, kind of assert her, her desire, her need to stay connected, right? So anyway... I covered this. I talk a lot about this dynamic in my Love, Sex, Relationship, Magic audio program. And uh, for you, if you're listening to this podcast, I actually want to give you a blanket 15% off discount on that Love, Sex, Relationship, Magic audio program. Just go to lovemagicprogram.com, lovemagicprogram.com, and get 15% off. Just use the coupon code MENTHISWAY. Men this way. That's the coupon code. Hopefully that honking horn you heard in the background, if you heard it, is we'll just anchor that in your brain. 15% off with code men this way at lovemagicprogram.com. But that's the second key takeaway. That again, when we're internally divided, our partner is going to feel it and they will resent us for it. The relationship will sour because it triggers that feminine objection, don't abandon me. And when we can be aware of that, at least we can be more understanding and more prepared uh, to to be with that discomfort. Um, but that brings me to takeaway number three, key takeaway number three. It may be less about the right partner or the right work for that matter, and more about the right timing and probably both. One of my uh, podcast guests, the author Jeff Brown, he wrote in his book, Soul Shaping, one of my favorite things of all time. He said, the right thing at the wrong time is the wrong thing, which was incredibly liberating for me because even in my work, um, you know, I, I, I love what I do. I love the work that I do, but sometimes I will be uh, I'll have an opportunity that that normally I think should excite me. Maybe it's to lead a workshop or do a retreat, you know, something that's a pretty big opportunity, but I can feel internally, it's like, this isn't right. Something's off. It's not the right time or just my energies are elsewhere. And, you know, I've had this experience many times where I'll say yes to the thing because I just feel like, well, look, it's in alignment with my work, so I should want to do this. I'm an idiot to say no to this, so I just need to say yes. And then I will suffer. I will suffer. I'll get resentful. <laughs> that was my my take the trash out sound. I will suffer. I will, as I said, I will get resentful towards the the people I'm working with 
towards the people who've given me this great opportunity, I'll start to get resentful. Why? Because they want things. They want whether it's you know promotional assets, whether it's just information about what I'm actually going to do on the retreat or the workshop. And I'll resent them even though I'm the one. I mean, they're asking me, they're wanting quite natural things from me, but I will resent them because my real answer was no, that this is not, this was the right thing at the wrong time, which makes it the wrong thing. So, and again, in relationship, even if you're with the most exquisite partner, if the timing isn't right for you, and I would say that 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 means you would choose to succeed at your mission more than succeed at your relationship, then it's the wrong time. And consider that it may deeply serve you, even if it may hurt you and your partner, to be honest about that. You know, another thing that I want to say about, about timing, if you experience internal division, it could also just be the result of unresolved trauma and past wounding. I know a man with six brothers and sisters, uh, parents, you know, the whole deal. He grew up in a big family, but it was an incredibly abusive and dysfunctional situation that he grew up with, and he's completely um, disconnected from his family. He hasn't talked to his parents or brothers and sisters in, in probably 20 years. And he now has two kids of his own, which he's raising alone. And he's in his late 40s. And he's so full of anger, rooted in that, that, that childhood experience. He just does not trust family. He cannot possibly commit to a woman because no woman could ever pass his perfection filter. Because only in perfection, in his, his untherapized, his unhealed mind, his wounded heart, it's only perfection, like divine perfection who won't hurt him. And no human could ever live up to that. No human woman could ever pass that filter. So I, I just wanted to speak to that because I'm a huge fan of therapy and coaching. It's, it's what you know, working on our blind spots, working on those old wounds that can, can help us make clear, empowered choices rather than just acting out of our wound and thinking, well, I'm, I'm divided. I'm not really into this relationship. So it must mean, must mean I shouldn't be in this relationship. No, get support, get help so that you actually can make that decision from a place of clarity, not fear. So finally, I just want to offer you a practice, which today is really just a few questions to consider. Where do you notice that you're experiencing some inner division in your life that's causing you stress? Is it your work? Is it a relationship? Or I don't know, maybe you're just in between sports teams. But in any case, what do you think are the consequences of being divided? In other words, who are you hurting? And to conclude, I just want to be clear that I'm not trying to push you in the direction of one choice or another. I don't know what's the best path for you. And that in-between place can actually be a really powerful place to just sit for a time. Like my mama said, when in doubt, do nothing. But just be aware there is a painful cost to doing nothing when you're divided, and that involves your commitment to another person. You can always change your mind in the future. Though I will say, it never serves to remind your partner of that. 
Remember that feminine objection? Don't abandon me. That's one thing us men, and I am so guilty of this. I like to, I'll, I'll, I don't do this anymore, but I would say in the past, you know, look, I'm, I'm committed to you today, but you know, look, you know, I don't know what's going to happen in five years. I can't predict the future, right? Again, notice the truth will set you free, and I'm wanting to set us free by saying, hey, who knows what will happen in the future? But all I'm doing is triggering her feminine fear of abandonment, which by the way, I have too, but I tend to lead with the, the, the masculine fear of being controlled or being told what to do. And so, and, um, and me trying to set her free by, by, um, reminding her we can't predict the future. I'm just, I'm just upsetting her, <laughs> her fear of abandonment. And it's just a vicious circle because then she gets upset and I think, oh gosh, she doesn't value truth. And it's just, it's nothing to do with that at all. It's the it's the play, the dance of masculine and feminine intimacy. And again, you can get uh, 15% off my love, sex, relationship, magic audio program where I outline that delicious and maddening dance. Get 15% off with the code MENTHISWAY at lovemagicprogram.com. And again, I absolutely do recommend getting support from a coach or therapist. And believe me, it is never too soon to work with someone, whether you're single, whether you're in a relationship, whether you're beginning a relationship, whether you've been in one for 20 years, work with someone to help you make better choices for your life from a place of clarity, not fear and wounding, so that you're not divided and you can give the best of you to whatever you choose. And in the end though, I wanna assure you that you can't make a wrong choice. You can always learn something profound about life, about love. Whichever way you go, I simply invite you to deeply commit to whatever you choose, even if only for today. Awesome. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Men This Way. You can check out other episodes of Men This Way on your favorite podcast app or at brianreeves.com slash podcast. I so welcome your feedback. Uh, this is a, also kind of a new version of this podcast where I dive into one of my popular blogs and kind of milk it for for juice and insight and practice to make a meaningful difference in your life. And I'd love to know how you experienced this. Did you enjoy this? You can email me at brian at brianreeves.com. Of course, that's Brian with a Y, brian at brianreeves.com. And finally, please, please, please leave a review on your podcast app. It really does make a difference as to whether more people will listen. And of course, don't forget to subscribe yourself while you're at it. I'm your thriving life and relationship coach, Brian Reeves, Brian with a Y Reeves. Until soon, keep your head up, your breath relaxed, and your thoughts inspired.